this is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. What messages are you sending your people? And by people, I mean your employees, your team, your community, your customers, your market, your prospects. Are they positive? Are they negative? Are they don't do this, don't do that? Are they celebratory? Are they encouraging, positive, uplifting, motivating, inspirational? Or do you tear them down with, here's how you're doing everything wrong? I often wonder when I see how a company or leadership is communicating if they actually are aware of what the messages, that emotional response that they're sending. There's one community I'm a member of and I see three types of communications in this one community from the leaders of that community. One is that don't do this and don't do that. It's like kind of like pick up after yourself, clean up your room. Very somewhat disrespectful, somewhat treating the community as if they're stupid um, or irresponsible. Now, to be fair, I'm sure there are some community members who are doing things that they shouldn't. But when you send a genetic generic and general message to the entire community, then it makes it sound as if that's who they think the entire community is, or that everybody is screwing up. The other messages that we see from the leaders of this community is, look how great we are. Here's this presentation we did. Oh, and look at this thing that we figured out, and we're so smart. The problem is they don't really celebrate other people. They don't give kudos to others. They don't lift others up. Now they may post inspirational messages and that's great, that's wonderful. But what about the human factor? What about actually saying, hey, Mary did a great job in such and such and such and such. But in this particular community, it's all about the leaders. And it's not about the rest of the hundreds and even thousands of people that are in the community. And the third kind of message that we get from them is, you must edify us. You must, if you're going to introduce us and you're going to make these connections, then you must tell them how great we are. They don't, of course, say it quite that way, but that really is the bottom line. And they have said, you must edify us. They just don't necessarily say and tell them how great we are. That's my little addition. And just like with the other about how how great they are and how smart they are and how they figured this out, but they're not doing that for others, they're not edifying other people. It's kind of like the parent saying, You must show me respect. In my opinion, that goes both ways, whether you're a parent 
or a community leader or president of a corporation, you must earn respect. You don't demand it. That's a surefire way to not get respect, right? Or real respect anyway. You get what you put out. The quickest, best, easiest way to attract flies are with honey rather than vinegar. There's a reason why all these sayings exist. So look at the types of communications that you're sending out to your team, to your department, to your company, to your community. Sometimes we get caught up in, we've got to move quickly, 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 quickly. Oh, here's a problem. We have to fix the problem. We have to let everybody know that there's this problem and that it needs to be fixed. Do we ever take the time to survey the land of our communications and get the lay of that land, especially from others' point of view. We talk a lot about culture and the fact that your organization has a culture, and the trick is, is it the culture you intended or not? How you communicate and what you communicate are a big indicator of the culture that is created. Again, is it the one that you intended? What do your communications say? What do you want them to say? Do you want to have a culture of empowerment, of problem solving, of forward motion? If that's the culture you want, then what are the communications that you need to put in place that reinforce that culture? If you want to empower others, then show how empowered people in the organization have taken initiative, have taken charge, have solved problems. Model what you want to continue and use others as models for what you want the people in your organization to do. If communication, positive communication, is part of the culture that you want, then you need to communicate positively. What does that look like? Does it look like celebrating wins even if they're really small? Does it celebrate, is it celebrating a team that has worked together very well and solved a problem? Is it celebrating life moments and showing that you value the people in your organization beyond just the role that they serve? What else is a factor of the culture you want and therefore reinforced by the communications you serve? If you have a monthly newsletter or company-wide memo that goes out, and you're touting the accomplishments and the goals that we reached, is it always the top producers? Granted, top producers need to be acknowledged for being top producers. That's, that's why we call them top producers and rainmakers, and we give awards based on those top producers. But what do you do about those people who work hard 
and they're happy to work hard. They actually don't have any aspirations to be top producers, but they still want to be acknowledged. People will do a lot just to be acknowledged, just for that attaboy and attagirl. And are you giving that even to those who aren't top producers? I recommend that you do an inventory of the types of communications that come out from you, your department, your organization, your company from the top down. What were the last 10 communications? If you posted it on your Slack channel or your Trello board or your, um, your private group in Facebook, however you communicate organization or team-wide, what were the last 10 communications? Were they positive? Were they negative? That's a place to start. Or were they neutral? What were the last 10, 20, 50? It'd be really interesting just to do a quick grading. Red, yellow, green. Red, negative. Yellow, neutral. Green, positive. And where do they show up? And then go a little bit deeper. All right. The red ones, are they Are they complaints? Are they pointing out problems? Are they, in essence, the parent yelling at the kids, you did this bad thing and you should be punished. We can't stand for any more of this. You all are doing this thing and you must stop. Is it the neutral ones? Are they pointing out here's a different way to do this or we have this new tool? And there's a way to make that more positive, by the way. How many of them are positive? And if they are, then what, what's the flavor of those positive communications? Attaboys and attagirls, small wins, medium wins, big wins. It'd be really interesting to categorize your communications, don't you think? One of the tools and the products we use with our clients is something called the Company Climate Inventory. And what we do is we sit down with our clients, we customize our basic 70 plus question survey, add the questions and statements that our clients want to add into them, and then we give that assessment, that inventory, to however many people they've deemed, whether it's the organization, entire people in the organization, or whether it's a specific department, a board, whatever it might be. And one of the first passes we do when we analyze the results is we do that very quick inventory. Let's just, let's just put a positive, a neutral, a negative. And that's our first pass. And then our second pass of analysis is that deeper one. You can take that same idea with anything, of course. Today, I'm recommending you do it with communication. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about the actual real culture that's going on in your organization. Perhaps some recommendations on how to improve it. Finding out what you're actually doing well and the strengths of your organization. Our company climate inventory might be perfect for you. For more information, go to www.companyclimateinventory.com. We can set up a complimentary consultation on whether this tool is ideal for you and meets your needs, the needs that you may not even know that you have. 
but the powerful results you can get from this assessment and the follow-up report. Regardless, I recommend that you do your own communication inventory to see where you are on that spectrum. And looking at your communication reinforces and sometimes establishes the culture of your organization. And is that the one that you really want? Until next time, may you thrive.